What's the date? What's the date, Candace? What's the day? It is October 24th. October 24th. October 24th, 2019. This is just like tidbits. Lies, allegations, things better left unsaid. It's just tidbits of us being Gabby. I like that. Mm -hmm. If somebody nibbles, did that, it's not mine, sorry. That's all right. Niblets. 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 Um. So Candace sent me this list from nufork.org. And it has all of these reports of UFO sightings. <laughs> You're well, welcome. Thank you so much. You are. It's ever. the National UFO Reporting Center State Report Index for Oklahoma. And this list goes from. 2019, 819, 2019, a few days ago. Oh, wow. That, oh my God. that wasn't on there the last time I looked. Oh, I just got chills. <laughs> that one was in Tonkawa, Tonkawa, Oklahoma. The sh- it gives you the shape. It gives you the duration. So it was a one-minute experience for someone. So And then it gives you a little summary. <laughs> so weird. It was posted yesterday, by the way. Oh, I think you can click on the blue, like the blue hyperlink. Uh-huh. And you can actually get into it and what? see it a little it says, bit better. Several object moving against the wind, no visible control surfaces. I don't know what that means. I don't know. The one before that is 814, and it was a sphere. I was on South Miller Avenue and Southwest 61st Street. Is that Southside? <laughs> the UFO <laughs> heading west tower oh, toward Will Rogers Airport. Well... You know, flying objects going toward an airport. It's an airport. I love you guys. Come on I'm now. Gonna, I'm going to have to say that one is... Come on. Debunked. Yeah. I think we just debunked that one. Yeah. So sorry, I'm whoever wrote it. that. Sorry, I'm not trying to be mean. But it's hard to, without more detail, because yeah. it could be anything. Then again, if I were flying a UFO and I didn't want to be detected, I might fly close to an airport. Oh, they'll just think I'm an airplane. You know, so I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? This one is in El Reno on the 12th. Unknown. Five to ten minutes. Now, see, that's juicy. Five to five to ten whole minutes. Of just whatever. And what the hell is that? Yeah. That would be cool. Let's see. Five to ten minutes. <laughs> AC broken in home and cooler in backyard oh, on lounge chair. Viewing Saturn. Welcome to El Reno, y'all. Okay. We love y'all in El Reno. Shout out to El Reno, okay? Because I am feeling this right now. I am feeling this. Look, sometimes an air conditioner breaks down. It just does. Get your ass in the backyard. Get your 40 ounce. (laughs) Get your feet in some sort of a pool. Put some water in it. It don't have to be be a truck with that liner in it. I've seen that, the hillbilly pool. Yeah. Where they just put a liner in the back of a truck and fill it with water. I would totally do that. I thought it was brilliant, personally. (laughs) So this is weird. AC broken in home and cooler in backyard on lounge chair. Viewing Saturn, very bright, and Juniper, Juniper, excuse me, Jupiter at 180 degrees. I think they're probably bigger. And 200 degrees. At 50 degrees and 30 degrees. Is that, I guess, a location? I don't know how to read that. That seems like like 
longitude, latitude, and stuff. Or maybe from where they were fitting, yeah, like from here's Jupiter, uh-huh. here's Saturn, okay. 180 degrees from where I'm standing uh-huh. before I can see Jupiter. It seems extremely Saturn. specific. This yeah. is someone who's really into this stuff. Yeah, there's probably more if you click yeah. on the link. I tried, oh, there it is. There's yeah. my link. Oh, <gasps> I found the link. <laughs> Los links. Okay, AC broken at home, cooler backyard lounge chair. Yes, I believe that. <laughs> this sounds all same to me. Viewing Saturn very bright. Blah, 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 respectfully. Jupiter looked as if red and green lights were rotating around it left to right. Get binoculars for better viewing. Notice moving red and green light in the same sky. 160 degrees at 30 degrees. Object flashing and moving west rapidly. Ooh, with an exclamation point. Followed it going west at apparent same altitude. Suddenly stopped and again moving west. Moved west of Jupiter to approximately 220 degrees, same elevation. At this point, it did a triangular move, going north, east, and back west. Moved back and forth, then advanced northwest, heading 300 degrees rapidly, and disappeared into western sky with binocular on object. It was difficult to track this movement. Plus, at times, it was erratic. Shortly after sighting, but eyeglass shortly after sighting but eyeglass on flight at high altitude heading 300 degrees to 120 degrees was able to distinguish large jet aircraft no sound from aircraft or identified object or unidentified object heck i'll go <laughs> it says at the very end heck i'll go <laughs> this, uh, we all would sir we all would yeah like, or ma'am i don't know if that's a sir or ma'am it doesn't yeah, say it's, yeah it's, 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 you know anonymous i thought it was pretty interesting i kind of skimmed through some of them and they're yeah some of them are pretty descriptive seven minutes the 10 minutes and the five minute ones are all interesting yeah but it's like how many of these are the same people you know what i mean i don't know well i mean it's not in the same town no yeah that's the thing is like you could correlate with like who's seeing i think it's a good source to be so like. So you take all of these and see where the nearest meth lab is, and then I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding because I totally believe in UFOs. Okay, so I, I totally believe in them. Can, Candace is more your ghosty person, and I'm more your. Um, I'm just more apt to believe in aliens. I say that I don't really believe that, but yeah, because I've had some experiences that are pretty well, weird. Well, it's not that I don't believe in mm-hmm. aliens. I think it's just like with like the ghosty things or uh-huh. like I'm a skeptical believer right, so it's right. not that I don't think that there are beings beyond us because uh-huh. that's an awfully big waste of space yep that's a, uh, the Carl Sagan quote yeah an awfully <laughs> big waste of space but um, I, I think we are I heard a comedian I, remember the comedian who might have said it but I feel like like, we are like earth is like Uh, like keep like you know you're like oh my god keep driving don't stop don't stop keep going but then it's like well hey what's that it's like ah damn it they saw us yeah ghost OKC we both shout out to ghost OKC apparently it's a designing thing okay Top 11 most haunted. We're trying to get ideas for episodes. That's what we're doing. Sorry. 
Okay. That's what all this is. We're just recording it because, you know, we never know if we'll say something good. Um, top 11 <laughs> most... Well, I promise we'll edit out the bad parts. Um, top 11 most haunted places in OKC. Okay. Haunted rooms in America. I actually have a friend who... Rest your soul. God rest your soul, Terry, wherever you may be. Hopefully you're somewhere without pain anymore. But I had a friend who I used to work with forever ago at this property management company, and he was super interesting. Uh-huh. Like, he worked at, like, a funeral home, and, uh-huh. like, um, he was one of the maintenance guys. And he also, I guess, back in the days, did, like, tours uh-huh. at Holster Mansion. Oh, really? And he's like, that place is haunted. <laughs> He's like he he's had, totally. He told some really good ghost stories about Overholter Mansion. <laughs> See, these were the ones that this list was funny to me. Top eleven most haunted places in OKC. Eleven buy for less grocery store. <laughs> it's not often we hear stories of haunted grocery stores, but the buy for less at thirty sixth and MacArthur. We're going there. They're for that buy for less over yes. there. Yes. Yes. I mean, apparently it's haunted, so we have to go. Because we can actually go there. I always think it's interesting, and not to just sort of like get super deep, but it's <laughs> like those types of like traumas that happen. Because William had a friend. I don't know if you were, if you heard about this, but William had a friend who was who was literally murdered in that Target parking lot. That's by where we work over there on Penn and Memorial over there. There was a stabbing there. What year was that? Oh man, Did I hear a few about years that? ago. Was I working with you when that happened? I think so, I maybe. I can't remember now. Yeah, and William knew the guy. He was friends with them. Mm-hmm. And he won't go to that Target. He just says he gets a weird feeling. Like, he's not comfortable yeah. going there. Well, and then... Uh, or parking in one area, because now, it's like one area. It's like... Uh, I don't know if the lady... What happened... What happened... But there was a lady in North Park, the mm-hmm. shopping mall. Remember that? They got tried to grab her purse. She was going to have a mm-hmm. car or something. They dragged her through the parking uh. lot. I don't know if, if her, and I'm sorry if you're out there, I hope you're okay, but yeah, so close, you yeah. know, because at that time I was living like right by there, I'm just like, stop it, <laughs> please. take right. that stuff somewhere else, please, ugh. Sorry, continue, but, but yeah. Okay, so buy for less grocery Spooky. store, Spooky buy for less. 36th and MacArthur, y'all meet us there, we'll pick a date, we'll, pick a date. <laughs> we'll ransack the grocery store, meet bring money for groceries. You know, yeah, may as well just well make it a dual purpose trip. Business. So, we might yeah. As well take, who knows? Maybe a ghost will come home with you. Take care. If you want that sort of thing. I do yeah. not. No. I still had to, from the last episode, had to recover from Miko. I, Miko was everywhere in my house. He really? came to visit. <laughs> oh, no. Miko was freaking me out. Really? But funny. Yeah. Like, Miko was being funny to me. And listen, I don't know if this stuff is real. But sometimes I feel like I feel stuff. Yeah. And it could have just been my imagination. I totally give that yeah. 100%. But if it was, my imagination was really being not mine. It was right. like your subconscious has decided to have fuck with you or whatever. Right, right, right. I don't know. But I'm walking through this house and I'm like, don't look in the mirror. <laughs> and then we have concrete floors in this house. And I just kept hearing pitter-patter. Yeah, and I'm like, I have a lot of dogs, as we've mentioned. Um, and a lot of wonderful puppies, but uh, I just kept hearing pitter patter. Really? Just, yeah, I couldn't sleep at all. Uh, we are convinced that this is it's a, it's a joke. And what was he was saying? He kept saying something. Fuck! What was that? Um, like the word for boy. Yeah, and he kept whispering. Fine. Like I'm like, stop it! No, uh, over here or oh. I'm over here oh, or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I don't think that was him in the story, but I feel like that was Miko fucking with me. Miko, stop it. <laughs> you gotta get some sage. And... No, Miko's gone. Miko was just having fun. That's fine. I think it was a kid that saw someone scared and decided to mess with them. That's what I think. Or it was just me really, really tired. I mean, it, either <laughs> And being or... creative. Because I have that creative brain right. that wants to write stories and do whatever. So. William and I, <clears throat> we joke. Uh-huh. But part of us believe that <laughs> that's what's happening. That that's what happened that night. Well, we I was believe like, we were having this weirdness with mm. our TV just going on mm. and off, just randomly. Mm. But it would usually be when my daughter, Lorelai, mm. uh, whenever there'd be some sort of like weird out, outburst or anything. Uh-huh. Quick backstory: mm. my daughter's got ADHD and she's got general um, anxiety disorder. So, and we were having, there was a lot of just issues at school, and so we were, we were watching a lot of dead files, and it's a lot of PK manifestations, which is like the, oh, fuck, what is it? It's like a telekinesis type thing, but uh-huh. like, yeah. And so we were always, we would always joke, like, oh, PK manifestation, more mm-hmm. like PK manifestation, <laughs> yeah, like her. Because you gotta laugh. Yeah, because yeah. you gotta laugh, but like part of it was like, She's very smart and she's yeah, super. She's, a genius, she's super intuitive, like the whole like indigo child thing. I'm not a hundred percent on that, but yeah. there is like a level. She's of, got some. Yeah, she's got she's some, got and she's very intuitive. And we're not just saying that because we're biased. She's I'm biased. We adore her. But, but Reese, yeah. Reese does this thing now, mm-hmm. where he's like, "Mom, there's a ghost in my room," and I'm like, "So no, no." So, but what I do is I go up there. Mm-hmm. I don't. Because I feel like, like, Reese did this the other day, like, a couple weekends ago at my parents, and my dad's like, ah, there's, there's not a ghost, there's no such thing. Mm-hmm. But what I do, and what I felt is like, I just, alright, let's go, and I'm going to shoot the ghost out. Because uh-huh. <laughs> the witchy in me, I, I got to do the thing, so I go up there, uh-huh. and I'm like, where's he at? Uh-huh. By the window. Cool. Uh-huh. So I open the window, I say, alright, you got to go, Reese has got to go to bed now. And then I, I kind of like, all right, bye bye, right? And she'll go, go, what did he say? I'm like, he said, he said he's sorry for bothering you. <laughs> and now you can go to sleep. And he goes, okay, good night. <laughs> and so like, and then like in my head, like I kind of like I close the door. So even if if it hits his imagination, fine. Yeah. But if it is something real, like because I believe in like this energy, I just mentally just kind of close that door. Yeah. Turn off the waterfalls you can hear. Yeah. Um, and just tell ghost stories, like stuff we've had. So yeah. we've we've had some experiences. I've had some stuff that's been pretty crazy. Well, we can talk about it because this is like a this is a free balling episode. We're just <laughs> free we're having fun. We may use this, we may not, we may use some of it and not some of it. I don't know. But um, but yeah, I've definitely had some weird things. When when I was younger, in my twenties, I was mm-hmm. really into this stuff. Extremely, I would say open. Yeah. Um, but I was a little crazy when I was in my twenties yeah. as well. So, um, but I had some really crazy, weird experiences in my twenties. But that's more crazy. But later on, I didn't. But I did. 
did have, and I love this story. This isn't like a a creepy whatever story or whatever. Right. But my mom got married to this. No, didn't get married. Excuse me. Dated this man. They lived together. Um, they lived in sin. <laughs> my mom had been through two marriages, and he kept asking her, and she said, "No, I'm not doing that again. We're fine how we are." And so that's how they lived. They did the uh, Goldie Hawn Kurt Russell thing. So that worked for them great. And so Earl was this really nice man. Um, he lived with us during my senior year in high school. He he was in Vietnam, but he was like a therapist, like a psychologist. Right. And he was over there yeah. doing stuff. But when he came back, he couldn't take all of that stuff. And so he was just a bartender. And yeah. I say just a bartender. He was an amazing bartender. <laughs> Super cool. And yeah. you know, back then, because I'm kind of older, y'all, um, we could get in the bar. If you were 18, you could just get stamped it for work. Right. He was the nicest, funniest dude. Mm-hmm. And I'll share this tidbit too. He, I think he knew I was gay before I came out. Right. And so he left some magazines <laughs> it's like, somewhere for me. And this yeah. was not Brody or Gross. No, this was someone like, it's I, okay without saying, having to say it out loud. Yeah. Just you do you. Right. You know, it wasn't anything party or weird. Right. He was very nice and very supportive. Right. Um, and then, um, <laughs> and then, anyway, so they were crazy. They were fun. They got tipsy a lot. Um, but I did too in high school. We were, we were crazy. But um, I moved out later on and I moved to Edmond. They lived in Tulsa. I lived in Edmond. And they went to um, the vodka which a lot of Caucasian folk don't get to do. Mm-hmm. But Earl was, oh God, I'm so sorry, Choctaw, I believe. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, sorry. He was very Indian. I'll show you a picture of something. Mm-hmm. Beautiful man. Yeah. Um, oh God, chain smoker too. Sorry about that for me. <laughs> um, anyway, they went there. My mom never talked about it. She's like, right. I'm not, I can't tell you stuff or whatever. Right. She made it really seem off. It was really cool. I was yeah. like, thanks, mom. I love that. Yeah, you like, know, thanks I don't know how much of that is BS or how much. Curious, was, so. But yeah, she did. She put a little color on it yeah. for me. I don't know if my mom does that because she knows I need it or yeah. she just was really yeah. that way. Um, and when I got in, see, they came to pick me up. They had this old white trooper up. Never yeah. forget it. I got off work. They picked me up. They were going to take me to Tulsa for the weekend. I got in the car and I hit my head on something. And so I was like, oh, what's this? And my mom's like, that's for you. And Earl said, we got that for you. On their way home, there was a boy on the side. This is a true freaking story, too. I'm not even making any of this up. Earl and my mom stopped at this little roadside table that this boy had going, mm-hmm. and he was selling dream catchers to pay for his father's funeral. Mm-hmm. So not but like a week later, uh, my mom called me. Her birthday was is on um, in February, a few mm-hmm. days from uh, Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. My mom called me. They were tipsy. They were having a great time. Yeah. And um, she had this new belt that he'd gotten her or something. She found yeah. me all this stuff. So they were doing Valentine's Day slash mom's birthday or whatever. They went home, and Earl said he had a headache. Uh-huh. And he went into the living room of the apartment and laid down, I guess, to sleep. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm going to go in the living room and sleep because my head hurts. And when my mom got up, he was dead. He had an aneurysm in the middle of the night. Yeah. Horrible fucking story. Yeah. It was horrible for my mom, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I remember just my brother running down there, and then I ran down there. Yeah. And I stayed a few days um, with her and just trying to, you know, 
take care of her, do whatever we could. And I was young and dumb. I didn't know how to do any of that stuff. It was yeah. very foreign. Um, and I came home and I laid down in bed and I looked up and I had that dream catcher hanging right over my bed. Hmm. I'm, it's over my bed right now. Yeah. I will never be without that dream catcher ever again. Yeah. It filters my dreams for me. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm having bad dreams, I'm like, okay, dream catcher. And, like, and I don't uh-huh. know the story behind that. I am not trying to culturally appropriate anything. Yeah. I just really believe that that object has power for me. I mean, even if it's just a subconscious thing or whatever. Yeah. But when I looked up, I got chills because yeah. the story was he was paying for his father's funeral. That's yeah. what he was selling those for. And so that, to me, is just a yeah. So that was one of my worst stories. That's so I've had a few things happen, you know. So, um, But that one was probably my first real major experience with that stuff mm-hmm. and then I have very odd versions well, you have to share one now don't you have something <laughs> we're uh, sharing I what, you, what makes you believe all this stuff yeah I don't what know is, like I was think... it you were brought up was it well your, was... your dad doesn't sound like he gives a crap about ghosts <laughs> well I was raised <laughs> I was and I, I want to preface like I my family they are moderate conservatives Assemblies of God Christian folk. Mm-hmm. Amen. They're, yeah, okay. I mean, that's what I was raised in. And um, I don't know. I think I've just always been sort of the odd one out. Even though me and my brother are very similar, mm-hmm. I'm still sort of like, just, yeah. <laughs> just kind of like, eat up here. Yeah. And I think it was probably just having to deal with death at a pretty early age and that like like for instance like my grandfather passed away mm-hmm. in March um, I was Lorelai's age when my great-grandfather passed away mm-hmm. and so it's a lot of dealing with sort of the patriarchs or the, the matriarchs of the family mm-hmm. and then um, I just remember like my so my kind of going through all that you know, mm-hmm. and the first sort of, I think, real sort of experience I had, because I've had, like, sort of these dreams mm-hmm. that were kind of, like, after they, after these people I've known have passed, and mm-hmm. always kind of enter the dream, mm-hmm. but, um, the were they dream dreams, or, like, the ones that I talk about? Um, I don't know, they're just kind of, I think there's always some, like, kind of, like, message behind them, mm-hmm. like, but when you're so young, you kind of don't know how to, like, process all that, so, like, my great-grandfather and my great-grandmother passed away within, like, three months of each other. Mm-hmm. And that's on my mom's side. But when my dad's um, Uncle Benny passed away, he and my dad, there was only six years apart between my dad's Uncle Benny and my dad. Uh, yeah, so they were more, like, not really, like, they were so close in age and I think that for me there was an instance because I was also close with him as well mm-hmm. and he was always Uncle Benny uh-huh. Uncle Benny would always take us out on his boat at family reunion and uh-huh. we would go like <laughs> riding around and he would always make sure that we were always taken care of And but he had a thing where he had brain like a tumor mm-hmm. so they go and they cut the tumor out and they're like alright success uh-huh. 
and he's like, yeah. And the nurse just checked on him. He's like, all right, we're going to finish filling out the paperwork. Boom, 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 boom. They come back. He's gone. He's gone. Like, he was talking just fine. Uh-huh. And so, go to his funeral, and it's a really big service. But then, at the grave site, it was quite strange, because we're standing there, and there's not a lick of wind. Mm-hmm. And we're in Oklahoma. But then, suddenly, there's just, like, this gust that comes through. Uh-huh. And it just kind of, like, wraps around the... Uh-huh. And I don't know, it just felt like there was something on the wind. I remember in Kansas City in the 20s. <laughs> right. When I was in my 20s. Not the 20s, I'm not that old. <laughs> 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 ah, geez, well, huh? I had to walk 10 miles to get to the club. Wow, please, please. <laughs> and every time you drink liquor, I thought you were going to get the Jake leg. Yeah. So, I'm sneaky. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry The memories, those were not our memories. Um, anyway, we just channeled. Sorry. Um, no, the, uh, uh, when I was in my 20s, Somebody took me to a psychic fair, and I got really into this shit. Like it was really fun. It was it was kind of colorful and yeah. weird and dark. And I worked in a record store. That's yeah. right, a record store. That's how old I am. And um, like the tarot cards, I got the tarot right. readings. That so, was my first experience. So like your that. question like, is like, when did would I first sort of be like start expanding on expanding all, on yeah, it? Like what? I don't know. I'm just my friends. Uh, I feel like your twenties is uh-huh. when you usually. I think I was probably, I'm going back in time here, (laughs) sorry. Mine must be really loud if yours is that loud. My mind is so loud. I think it was, I think I was probably 24-ish, around that time because it was, yeah, because I graduated, it it took me five years to graduate college, so no, I think I was probably like, yeah, somebody like 22, 23, because when you're sort of, you're away from the confines of your family. Yeah, you're getting your autonomy. Right, or, so yeah, yeah. So you're and, dipping into everything. Yeah, so I think yeah. maybe like around that time, but my friend, and I was kind of interested, I think I've always been sort of like interested in kind of the spooky, like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, it just always felt Interesting. Uh, so my friend Becca, because I started doing tarot, so uh, I was like, hey, I got these tarot mm-hmm. cards, and she actually took them. There's a, um, I don't even, I can't remember the name of it. It's in Midwest City. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, we should totally promo that shit. That, that, <laughs> that store, I love yeah. that store. We always called it the witchy store. And they do your aura. They yeah. photograph your aura. My cousin would have one done. Right. Every year when she visited for Christmas, we'd have to run over there so she could get her aura <laughs> picture. No, she had a whole right. bit book of her aura being taken. It was really cool. But um, what is that store called? Um, Nature's something. Nature's Treasures. Thank you. Nature. We love you. We love you. <laughs> Stay open. Yeah. yeah. So it's so fun to go in there. I still had, love to go in We had gone oh. into Nature's Treasure together. Mm-hmm. Just kind of looking around, I think we might have picked up like some incense or crystals or things mm-hmm. like that. Just kind of looking around, mm-hmm. but I had gotten these. Like looking into tarot because mm-hmm. I had my. You go to the Renaissance Fair, you got your cards read. Right, right. And so I started 
myself digging um, Renaissance fairs too at the time. Yeah, so, and I don't um, know how I kind of stumbled across tarot. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of, I guess, like my... My friends were doing it in high school. That's how I remember my first that. But I I didn't start doing the other stuff till later. No, 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 yeah. I was like, I I think I'd always kind of read into it and always found it very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, I always felt more, I don't know, it's so hard to explain these words, but my friend Becca went and she's like, I need your cards because I've got these, the the classic tarot, the writer white or whatever. And I got them all. Uh, she's like, no, 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 trust me. I'm just, I'm, she's like, I'm doing something for you for your birthday. Uh, just, so I, so I like, I'm like, mm-hmm. so I give them to her. And she went and she had them blessed by the lady there at the, at the, that store. At that store, yeah. We should go there. We need to go there. Yeah. Because that would be fun. We need to do like a, a day trip and, and go see them. Because that would be cool. The work hammer broke at some point. I don't know if they have a run weekend. Mm. I don't know if they stopped making the film. Mm. Have you ever had your work picture no. Mine was yellow. <laughs> yeah. Mine was there. They were like, you are surrounded by really great people. Mm-hmm. Like, not in this life. Right. And I was like, I can tell. I have a lot of angels. You know that. Yeah. And I do feel like I have that. I feel like I'd have fallen off a cliff looking at a cell phone <laughs> by now if it wasn't for the ones I have. I'm yeah. one of those people. It's, it's the fool. <laughs> not being it's not being afraid to leap yeah. to look before you leap sometimes yeah. you have to so when I tell people I'm skeptical because I feel like sometimes when I open up yeah my I don't know if it's my creative brain mm-hmm. that because I write screenplays for fun it's just for fun yeah. right now but I think sometimes my brain wants to tell stories so when I have dreams a lot it's yeah. a story it's like yeah. a full on this is a, like one night Clark I have a little Frenchie named Clark Clark you've seen Clark Tell everyone how cute yeah, freaking Clark is. Anyway, he's the cutest little Frenchie. Um, but he fell asleep on my arm one night. Now, I didn't realize that we'd both fallen asleep like that. But mm-hmm. at some point, I think he'd crawled over. and Because right. I don't remember it. But um, I was in my head, like dreaming in my head, obviously. Um, <laughs> so I am running through this. And you got to understand my life this past, well, past four or five years has been insane. Um, but uh, I was going through this house that was so many levels high yeah. and all the rooms were creaky and sideways and yeah. there was just hoardery stuff everywhere <laughs> not gross but like papers yeah. and pictures and Things. different characters in there or yeah. whatever and I've got Clark in my one arm and he's got on a little top hat <laughs> we know where I got that I have a little statue of a Frenchie with a top hat so we know where I got that and he had a little monocle um, and he was talking like the whole moxie thing, like, oh. hey, we need to go this way, right? So, little right. man, what? And he was guiding me through this house, my little Frenchie with a monocle on the top of it. And I woke up and I was like, do we have a gas leak? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> um, and he was just curled up in my arm. Yeah. Like, I mean, my arm yeah. was around him like we were in the dream. So, so I never know. Sometimes I don't know if it's just something around me or things you collect and you throw in there. I know go in your dreams. But yeah. definitely most of my stuff has been in dreams that things like that happen It's been for me. a while since I've actually had like anything a dream like a really creative dream. I feel like there's a block. But I did yeah. have a dream the other night about my grandfather. You did. 
I have, I have mixed emotions. Was it about him? Was he in it? Was he, he was... I'm sorry. No, he <laughs> And was, you don't have to tell it us It was the, ice cream. Ice cream. Was, we're free balling. Let's he just, was in it, but okay. it was just sort of like, I don't know. I wasn't, I can't remember all of it. It's just sort of this, of him just not as he was later in life, but like how I knew him growing up. Mm-hmm. Because like, that I think hit me pretty hard like that because I I think I felt the later in life maybe it's just part of my block but (laughs) like I feel like I'm not what others expect Mm -hmm. like I I don't care like I am who I am but there's part of it that is I think that's kind of sad you know, that, like, I know, like, he loved me, uh, and I think in some ways he was proud of me. Oh, but he's a little sad about I think he might have been sad that maybe Being I didn't. Being a non Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I said something once. That sounds residual. That sounds yeah. like a residual. I don't think he actually would have that now. No, I think. Do you know what I, mean? I feel like when people go there. And not to get too deep into sort of like personal things, but apparently, you know, like when he was in hospice and he was, mm-hmm. you know, he was apologizing for certain to certain people and things like that, which, you know, I look up to my grandfather. I mm-hmm. we we he we did not see later in life eye to eye on a few things, but I like your choice in hair color. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> apparently that got called out. My uncle was like, yeah. "Why is your hair green?" I'm like, "Well, why not?" Because I can't. <laughs> because it's hair. <laughs> but, fun, uh, it's only this one hair again. Right, but <laughs> I think, I don't know, I think, like, of his convictions, mm-hmm. I think of in how, even though like, he taught me how to stand up mm-hmm. and be and be who I am in that this is who I am and this is what I believe. And mm-hmm. if it makes me a nonconformist, then so be it. But right. this is my truth. And that's, anyways, I didn't mean to take something and make it so deep as that. Why? It's but, Well, no, it brings anyways, up something for me yeah. when you're talking about that sort of thing. So negative for yeah. me is, okay, fine. I'm just going to talk like I believe completely 100%. I'm going to open up here. Yeah. So for me, an active ghost is, yeah. is someone who's crossed over. Yeah. Anyone who's crossed over for me, I don't believe in hell. I'm going to tell you that. I do yeah. believe there's something else after. Yeah. I don't know what it is. An active entity will, will bring you joy, will bring yeah. you guidance, will bring you whatever. The stuff like what you're talking yeah. about with your grandpa is residual energy that's left over. Yeah. And I feel like that's not an active. I feel like your grandpa could be an active ghost in your life, but yeah. those things are not what he would really want you to remember. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, 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 no. Yeah. I, Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like a wall there for me. It's like the two things are separate. I do yeah. think we leave energy in places, which is yeah. why we should be nice. Okay? Be nice, people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We leave that sort of stuff there. I feel like trauma does get left in the walls. Everything has energy. If you yeah. haven't read it, read the Tao of Physics. You'll know. It's, yeah. You won't understand half of it, but it's a really <laughs> fun read anyway. Yeah. No, because it talks about everything that's alive in a yeah. rock. A rock is not just a solid object. There's 
things bouncing around in there. Yeah. You know, atoms. It brings the world to life. If you've never right. read that book, highly recommend it. Everything will look very different to you after. Yeah. It's like an aha moment. Right. And you get to have those aha moments in books. I love to read stuff like that. It's so rare when you find a really good one. Um, that one's really good. Dow Physics, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I... I believe I believe in that digital thing. I believe stuff gets stored and bounced yeah, around and all that. That's why you hear like it's not as crazy as it sounds. No. Like I when mean, you really realize what Earth stuff is made of. Yeah. It's very stuff does get stored in stones. Stuff yeah. does do that. Some stones do have different reactions. Yeah. Different shapes of crystals bring out different light in the clouds. You know, yeah. when you've got ice crystals, you may get a blue or a green or you know the colors look different. So. Yeah. Sorry, I've been watching the Weather Channel a lot lately. I love the Weather Channel now. I didn't used to, but yeah. What? Anyway, sorry. No. I'm still going. No, I'm good. But, well, well, I mean, roundabout way. um, Yeah, I mean, really, I guess tarot. I guess I've always just always felt. Stuff connected. She's done my tarot, and very well, I have to say. I have to say, we've never done a full-on real... I'm tipping my... Like the candles reading. I want a real one one of these tip days. My head. Yeah. We have a work tarot. It's this little miniature cat. <laughs> I keep... I'm like, Candace, what is happening? She's like, I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> I'm like, let's... Flip, flip, flip. I'm like, yeah. shuffle. Pick a card. Flip three. <laughs> I usually do the flip three. I feel yeah. like you do every morning. It's just yeah. I have one card mm-hmm. for every new moon cycle. I draw a different card. I'm like, this is the card that I'm striving uh-huh. to be, or this is something who I, what I need to look out for. So it's always at the top of my thing, and then I lay out three cards, and they're just usually pretty much bright, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have stones that I kind of use yeah. as sort of representations of chakras. Yeah. You know, and you know, it's just what I, I, I do it as from what I've read, like from what I've kind of felt and kind of read is like being a witch is you doing your own thing. Yeah. I own, am a, you make your own magic. I am a solitary witch. Mm-hmm. I cannot be in a coven. Maybe no. with you. Yeah. There's a few people you can learn, but, <laughs> but for the most part. Group identity. Just, yeah. Well, you know, we do stuff on cults. cults. So yeah. Um, <laughs> how fucking cults go are very wrong. So yeah. <laughs> What's in there, damn it? I don't know. I want to get in the Orbitron and see if I get superpowers. See? We were just watching that. Oh, yeah. See, I'm always, like, from what I've heard, Mm. from people who do way more fucking research than myself, (laughs) like, it's pretty, like, intense. Like, like, Elrond Hubbard. Very Yeah. And, like, they will, like, they make your life They have, they literally call it the superpower building. Yeah. It's literally called the super, the building that they built. It took like 13 years to build or something. Yeah. And apparently it looks like a spaceship inside. It looks very kind of normal churchy on the outside. And then yeah. it's like supposedly like some spaceship. And they have this thing called an Orbitron in there or something. And apparently you get in it and it changes everything. I don't know. We just talked about rocks with all the movement. Who knows? But Who, like, uh, I, I mean, you know. But listen, you cannot tell me Tom Cruise isn't an actual superhero. Have you seen the stunts this man does? I mean, listen, <laughs> I'm not doubting that. What I am saying is if you want a good... The price to pay. Yeah, the price to pay. If you want a really interesting, like a really good in-depth look, I 
definitely recommend last podcast on the left. I think they do one on Scientology and they do one on L. Ron Hubbard. And it's like that's all just a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So that's yeah. why I'm just but, like But the power of belief. No, yeah. It's proven to do things. Listen, yeah. I'm on part And I know that from the medical stuff. Yeah. When I was doing all that stuff. It was Yeah, uh, it's the yeah, it's it's all of that. And I know that. It can it can literally help you through depression. It can literally yeah. help you through if you start doing things with your yeah. mind that help you do that. It's And that's why whatever faith you have, as long as you are not doing harm to others. Yeah, just don't hurt anybody. Just do what do what you do what you gotta do. I one of my favorite classes in school was world literature and we had to look at different religious texts. Mm-hmm. Like that was my favorite thing and I got to they got to check out a copy English translation of the Quran. Mm-hmm. And it's it's quite beautiful. It's a there's beautiful, some beautiful moment. moments. Yeah, there's some beautiful moments. Yeah. And but just like with the Bible, there are some beautiful moments. There are but some you sh- can really there tear are some it up. moments. People seem to tear past the most important parts. Yeah. Are like love your neighbor. Yeah. Be nice. The Bible's really simple. You don't have to go to church every Sunday. Yeah. Here it is. Be nice. Yeah. Love your neighbor. Treat people like you want to be treated. You're good. That is literally it. Yeah. And then it always cracks me up because you see these super churches. We live in Oklahoma, so every time a new building is getting put up, the you church know, the, bank or a restaurant. You got it. <laughs> or, a, or a convenience store. Or a convenience store. And we, I said that to Chris, my partner. We were driving mm-hmm. um, down the road and they were building that new building over there. Shit, I, I don't know the names of streets, but it's on Penn. And he's like, oh, I wonder what that's going to be. I said, a bank, a church. Or a freaking convenience store is the ones I usually yeah. say. And um, sure enough, we drove back by. It's going to be a new uh, credit union. Oh, the credit but, union? Yeah. I thought you said it was going to be a Mormon church. No. No. <laughs> no. That one is on the way there, though. Oh, another, really? Yeah, that one was obviously a church. Oh, when yeah, it was going up. Church, yeah. You can tell because the angle. Yeah. You know, whatever. So we knew that one was a church. That wasn't any, any big surprise. But the bank one was like, he, you called it. I was like, I'm telling you, dude. Like, seriously. I had a point to that. What was that? Faith, <laughs> um, okay. belief, whatever you oh. that's But I believe in the power of myself. Mm-hmm. I am I am my own God. I hail myself okay. every day. There's like, last, I'm going to steal this from last podcast on the left because it totally makes sense and they explained it. So at the end of their podcast, if, and I'm sure if you're listening, if you listen to the last podcast on the left, but they, at the end, they say, they say, hail Satan. <laughs> and it's just, you're, you're calling upon yourself. Mm-hmm. You say, I'm calling for the power within mm-hmm. to, and then hail yourself. And yeah. then they tell hail Dean, but I just think. I see, to me, that's blasphemy. That's fine. No, no, no. <laughs> that's okay. For me, and I think you actually do this too. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But for me, I feel like there is something bigger than I'm not going to say it's a man with a white beard hanging yeah. <laughs> out in the clouds. Um, but um, I do feel like I'm small. It's a very humble... Hailing myself would not be appropriate for right. my belief system. Right. For me, it, I will fall on the floor and be like, please help me out. Right. You know what I mean? And I know lots of people do that to me. And I yeah. get what you mean, how yourself... You've got to have some self-empowerment. Right. You, gotta do you that. know, I believe yeah. in... I don't necessarily, you know. I'll make my own magic. Yeah, I, I pull upon. And I think you can right. make your own magic. I yeah. do. I feel like. People and you know, I call upon the power of the goddess and goddess, which is, resides in all of us. Yeah. yeah. And I call 
the male. Church, I don't go to church often, but the one that I do, uh, it's a female pastor, and she references God as he or she. Intermittent, it changes. Like, yeah. she'll do it halfway through whatever she's preaching. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> you know, so, uh, but yeah, that is just more of a, because I miss my grandpa was a preacher. Sometimes I need that brick and mortar building. And that, and that church in specifically is the only one, well, you know, you've been there. Yeah. I only can go there really because it's, um, they're true. They don't, she doesn't make a ton of money, but everything they do, they're out every Wednesday yeah. for vigils for, you know, um, you know, um, immigrant justice. They're out there, yeah. they're out there actively doing stuff at this church all right. the time. And the money, I love giving money to them because yeah. it gets spent on not them. Right. It gets spent on causes that I believe in. Like the Sisu's yeah. homeless shelter. They have like a youth shelter down there. It's yeah. amazing. For oh, um, I... underage folks who get kicked out of their house for either being gay or whatever else. It doesn't yeah. have to be a gay kid. Um, you know, they're one of the few ones here in the state that do that and yeah. they even take those kids and yeah, it's crazy. So I think religion has a good place if you are really careful and do it appropriately. I mean, we have public schools, we have that sort of stuff. That stuff comes from churches. So I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I'm get not, group cool identity way. can do really cool things. It's right. just at a point you gotta see what's you. Right. Too. You can't just in mass and nobody should do that. That you should be like, hey, wait, and pull on people's right. shoulders and be like, are we really going this direction? Yeah. You know, and it, I think there's a lot of places you can't do that. Yeah. You go to churches like will not name, and it's massive group identity, and nobody questions anything, and it's no. like, stop. No, yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, and not to say that like, like when I grew up, it was it was that way. Mm. For me, it was certain language that was being spoken mm -hmm. where it felt like it was wrong to be friends with certain people. But like, well, why? They're so nice. Mm, yeah. Yeah, like, why? And That's a relative term. <laughs> well, I mean, it is a relative term. Yeah. But, like, what is, what is wrong with me being friends with someone who is Muslim? What's wrong with me being who? friends with someone who is a Mormon? Or someone who is yeah. a prostitute. Or but someone, yeah, what's, and what's, I'm not comparing those two things. Yeah, no, 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 I understand that, but that's the thing. So as some of these churches that will not be named, yeah, they they hide. No. they're hiding, and they're like, I'm, Jesus did not drive a Humvee. <laughs> Jesus did not wave an American right. flag. I'm sorry, I'm getting preachy. But all of this, <laughs> all those things. We're talking about group identity is what right. we're trying to get to. It just feels like this massive, and they would be like you if someone yeah. like that came around. That is not what you're supposed to be being taught. Yeah. And you go to church every Sunday. Yeah. Come on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really simple, y'all. And That's... I'm just going to say it again. Right. Be nice. Yeah. <laughs> and love your neighbor. That's all it is. Okay, I'm done preaching. Um, anyway, group identity is great for some things. And we were really bad for others. Right? Cults. We've gotten there. Cults. Mass shooting. Come on, man. Let's be relevant here. Not at all. You know. Mm. Anyway. Wow, that was a big wound up mess. Who knows? I may delete some of that. I'm not saying it, no. Well, maybe I do want to send some of you. I'm sorry, but 
<laughs> I'm the shruggy emoji a lot of the time. Yeah. I will tell you, there is a new god in my life. Um, I came in one morning, and my teammate, I am me, Steven. Steven Brown, shout out. <laughs> they hit you with the old raffle <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's Shobin, baby. <laughs> Shobin. Um, Steven is very excited. We love Steven. He'll be over here at some point, I'm sure. Um, he accidentally typed God Morgan. <laughs> yeah. And I put all hell the beast. And oh, hell. We were laughing so hard, and no one was even, everyone yeah. was working, and yeah. they were like, yeah. And so now every morning, That's it's God Morgan, and I'm like, oh, the beast. God Morgan. Yeah. So metal. <laughs> so metal. So anyway, yeah. I love that. I, uh, this is fun, though. I love telling stories. So I have a very recent story, and I may have told you some of it. I've been holding off on telling some of it because I don't want to ruin the magic. Okay. I feel like I could not ruin the magic with you, so I need you to turn on your full, yes, this is going to work. Okay, yes. <laughs> I need it to work. So, first of all, backstory. I have a recurring dream where I win $375 million. It's that exact same number every time. Every okay. time the lottery hits $375 uh-huh. million, I run and grab a lottery ticket. Gotcha. Every time I have this dream, okay. I actively go into it. Right. I wake up in the dream. Right. Where are the numbers? I'm trying to find the numbers. I'm trying to remember right. the numbers. I am trying to write them down. Okay. That's your preface. That's okay. That's our prequel. Why haven't you? I've had this dream for years. List. And it's every now and great once in a while, every two years maybe something. I'll have it. It's very random. I've had it for a long time. Sure, sure. So anyway, and it's a very brief dream usually, and then I'm trying to scramble and I wake up. I'm like, where are the numbers? <laughs> I'm like, so, numbers. <laughs> this is the truest story. There is no fabrication okay. other than maybe my subconscious made it all up. Sure, I sure. don't know. I mean, okay. Right. So, uh, the guy I'm seeing right now, we have this dog named Mickey. Mickey passed away about two weeks ago. This dog was the most precious soul you would have ever met. Mm-hmm. He was the sweetest, kindest. Nothing ever got him in a rub. Right. The only bad thing he ever did was he liked to pee on stuff, <laughs> which was fine. Yeah. He was totally worth cleaning up after. He was precious. Um, Chris would take him to the clinic, the vet clinic, every mm-hmm. every day with him. This mm-hmm. dog would get in the car and go to the mm-hmm. clinic with him. You know, so we love Mickey. He was kind of a mutt. I think he had some Jack Russell, some other stuff, mm-hmm. kind of scraggly hair. Yeah. And I, that's the one I always said looked like a wizard. I'm like, I need to find him a wizard hat. <laughs> and every time he'd come in the room, we're like, thou shalt not pass. <laughs> you know, I would just say shit like that. So, he was sweet as sweet as We cried hard, let me tell you, when this dog was. Anyway, when unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that same, I think it was the same night. I can't remember exactly. It was either the same night or that weekend. Yeah. I had a dream. And Mickey had a tumor that no one knew was there, and uh-huh. it grew in a spot that's not operable. Right. And one day he was just spitting up, and we couldn't figure out what was wrong. And we took yeah. him to the clinic and uh, looked, and that tumor was in there, couldn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. And so air was just backing up to his stomach, right, and right, couldn't right. get and fluid was going into his lungs, and so there was nothing we could do. But he couldn't breathe very right. good. He was super uncomfortable. Couldn't hardly yeah. breathe. And so we made the choice to let him go. Um. And so anyway was devastated yeah. to say the least still is devastated right um and so uh, and I was devastated too I just haven't known Mickey this long you know so we went to bed or whatever and 
wake up. It was about four in the morning, real dark out. I went outside to the pool, kind of just to check the, you know, see what it was like outside. I was thinking about maybe getting in the pool. And I looked down. I'm telling the story wrong. Hold on. That's not right. It wasn't four in the morning. Oh, I know why. Because it was four in the morning when I actually woke up. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. When I woke up, sorry. When I, I haven't told the story anymore. Sorry. When I woke up, it was sunlight. Now I'm remembering. And I walked over out to the pool. I was thinking about getting in the pool. And I walked over to the side and I looked down in the deep end. And Mickey was looking up. And he's in the pool. At the bottom of the pool. And I'm thinking, are you okay? And he's like, wagging his tail in the water. Mm-hmm. And then he just walked to the other end of the pool and he got, he climbed up the steps. He's had like this nice little steps. He climbed up the steps, he got out and he shook off and he just kind of smiled at me and he had all of his teeth again. Mm-hmm. And then he ran off into the yard. Uh-huh. Chris has several other dogs buried back in the corner. Yeah. And that way. And so that's when I woke up and it was four yeah. in the morning and it was dark. And I kind of giggled and it was kind of like him telling me I can breathe okay. Yeah. Like the water isn't bothering me. Yeah, 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 Whatever. It really felt like that. I was, and I cried. Like I felt really real. And so, and that's why I say they're different than dreams. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, it was really awesome. Uh, Chris kind of woke up and I told him the dream. He cried. Right. I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I don't do that often. Yeah. But every great once in a while, something like that will happen. And yeah. I'm sharing with you. I'm sorry if you think I'm totally weird. Right. Because <laughs> I've never told any of that stuff before. And so um, I kind of laid back down. And this is the part I haven't told you that you're going to love. Ah! Okay. Secrets! Yes. So, I, like I said, I didn't want to ruin the magic. Sometimes sure, when sure. you say things out loud, you feel like you're going to ruin the magic. Yeah. So I started to get out of the bed, and as I started to get out of the bed, I'm going to tell you, I felt this. Like someone just grabbed my shoulder and yeah. pulled me back. Yeah. And I saw a paw. In my head, uh-huh. I saw a paw, uh-huh. and it put its hand down. And I was like, what? And the paw lifted up, and it was a number. No! And I said, Mickey. You are not telling me the winning lottery numbers, are you? <laughs> and I felt this chuckle. It yeah. was like a laugh. Dogs yeah. don't laugh. Yeah. But I felt this chuckle. Yeah. And I felt that pull again. Yeah. And it was, I had to lay back down and try and close my eyes and go right. back to sleep. And then the paw came down again, the next number. Yeah. And I said, are you kidding me? <laughs> you and I am lottery numbers. <laughs> I am giggling so hard. Don't share those numbers. Now I'm not sharing these numbers, but I'm going to show you my evidence. Um, Hold on. Bitch, don't think I didn't write these fucking numbers down, and don't think I ain't going to play them, because I am. But I don't... You're the only people who know this. I've told no one. Really? Because I'm afraid it'll ruin it. I'm like, please don't ruin it, because you believe in this stuff. So so I'm like, okay, come on. This has got to be right. And if it's not, it's still hilarious. It's... It's still pretty. I got a chuckle. It was a lot of. It was a healing, sort of fun laugh. Yeah. Okay, I'll play this game with you. I don't know. It could be him throwing a ball. (laughs) You know, (laughs) the equivalent of a dog throwing a ball at a person for a person to run and get. I don't know, but. um, Oh, honey, you've got to organize your apps. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Put them in little folders. Where is that? 
There they are. The date is the date on there? Is the date yeah. on the note? Seven twenty. Yep. That's when I had that dream. God, was it July when he passed? Yeah. Because it's been a bit. July twenty. Those are my numbers. Don't spill them, Kenny. I'm not gonna spill them. I'll. But I'm waiting till it's three hundred seventy-five million them dollars. Shortly. The second it's three hundred seventy-five dollars million dollars, I'm signing that shit. You better. <laughs> <laughs> and if it doesn't work, it's okay. If I'll it just play it again. Listen. But I'm playing these numbers from now on. I'm never not playing these numbers. Play those numbers. <laughs> because it might not happen this time, but those numbers obviously are significant for something. And I'm sorry, they look like Powerball numbers. So I do. I do. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm getting at here. Yeah. That's it. That's what I'm getting I tell you what. I will give you one of the numbers this podcast. <laughs> one of the numbers is 07. That's all you get this podcast. You'll have to tune into the next podcast for the next number. <laughs> seven. Lucky number seven. Now, keep in mind, I'm going to be playing the whole group of numbers Listen. while y'all wait. But I'll let you, you know what happens. Listen, so, if that happens, I... We'll do actually. We'll get a research team and we'll make this a big show. Like, listen, we'll get a team. We've done like two podcasts out of this. I mean, listen, it's it's almost—it's not quite the witching hour. Not quite. We gotta wait. Are you good? I'm alright. I'm having fun. I'm. I am having fun. fun. I'm just. I'm mom tired. I've been up since about six thirty this morning. Uh So and I'll probably be up again at six thirty this morning. That is Reese's like internal. We have a birthday party. Alarm clock tomorrow in the morning. I got mom. I got all the mom things. Take out all of the like. Yeah. Equipment. Nope. Yeah. Top 
popcorn maker in the anything yeah. that belongs to that doesn't belong to that the mall company, yeah. has to leave. Exactly. And William's like super stressed about it, mm. which I'm trying to help deal with that. Help him. Why is he so stressed? Because yeah. he's doing it pretty much on his own. He's like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck they expect me to do with oh, all this. Which I told him, I think he's just ready he's to be. He's ready to be done, mm-hmm. so that way he can, so that way he can go and clean up the mess that cracked at this other oh. movie theater. <laughs> so that way he can make it amazing. Because yeah. he loves he loves his job, but I think it he well, puts a lot on him. So. I feel like my antennas are really open right now. I'm like crap. So I feel like if I go to bed, I'm gonna be like. You better remember to shut yourself down. Flooded. I don't know. Sometimes it's fun. It's yeah. fun. I think I shut myself down. Mm-hmm. So, like, I will let I have been closed down. until I met you. <laughs> like, you pried the door open. I seriously, because I had a lot of sleeping issues mm-hmm. and trouble focusing because I had stuff going on all mm-hmm. the time like that. And so yeah. those dreams are fun, but they can be tied. The Clark dream was exhausting, <gasps> but it was fun. Well, shit. <laughs> but, and then I would get sometimes and so I just kind of like that's enough of that you know? yeah it can just and when you're having a lot of trauma in your life like I had for the past yeah no yeah you have to you have to no you have to protect the worst yourself yeah I had one real scary one I was like done I'm yeah like, I can't even I don't care if it's real or if it's my imaginary subconscious or whatever to me yeah because listen I you know I'm whatever if that's what it is it's what it is yeah I don't care it's still something, it's, yeah. you know, and so, um, yeah, I said no more. Yeah. I'm not doing any of this, and anytime I started, I was like, mm-hmm. right. nope, can't do it, but I feel like I passed that point. Yeah. So, I'm more interested in the nice ones, and not the residual stuff. The residual yeah. stuff is what's hard to kick out. So. Yeah, because it's the stuff that lives within well, and yeah, the walls and, and you know, I'm stuff. an you know, I'm an empath, so <laughs> I pick up everything, yeah. and everybody, and I really carry it around. It's exhausting as fuck. Yeah, I hide all the time. It's like yeah. I can't. Yeah, I have to. I don't know. I think with I, I it's hard. I can't. I, I can't. I can't watch war movies. Yeah, I can watch any kind of movies. I know mm-hmm. movies are make believe. Right. But like Sadie Private Ryan, mm-hmm. I've never through that film it is too exhausting like I can't do yeah. it. I can't do it I get it I get wars yeah. something that happens and you know sometimes I guess it's needed and yeah, yeah and it's... whatever but and so I'm not downing anything military at all I mean, yeah great appreciation for military blue um but I can't get I can't get through the film. I don't know how people do it yeah I can't even get through the film usually now if it's ghost or yeah. People stabbing each other or whatever crazy, yeah. weird, stupid. If it has yeah. any supernatural element at all, I have no problem with it. Right. It's that really real stuff. The realistic I stuff. Have a, I like my violence nice and fake. <laughs> just, um, I like it nice and pretend. I don't know what it is with me because I feel like I am partly empathic, mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. but I feel like for me it's like bearing witness. Mm-hmm. So that way. Like, I mean, that's why I kind of, like, fucking torture myself with things, like, <laughs> behind the back. Like, I do all these things with, like, like 
with like history and kind of getting into the nitty gritty mm-hmm. and learning those things. It's it's bearing witness to those mm-hmm. things and those memories that aren't yeah, that. forgotten. So it does get heavy, mm-hmm. like listening to certain podcasts that I listen to, mm-hmm. it gets like heavy and like I can feel it, but for me it's important so that way to I look to look at it. Because yeah. it's giving some so but I understand like some people like but I, I grew up the, on those. I love yeah. the bearing witness thing. I yeah. think that's a good phrase for us because, and I think I mentioned this maybe last podcast, the, the, and I think her name's Mary Roach, did the mm-hmm. book um, Secret Lives of Ewan Cadavids. Mm-hmm. Secret Lives of Ewan yeah. Cadavids. And she prefaces that book really, really well. Yeah. So look, I know this was someone's mom or dad yeah. or brother or sister. This is not to make fun of that. Right. Or this exercise for what yeah. we're doing it's kind of that yeah. we're bearing witness to what happened and yeah. honest to God some of the shit is so funny that you're yeah. like, and you're just imagining well someday that's me yeah. <laughs> you know like, whatever but so I choose to be uncomfortable in, but sometimes I just I, when I'm I in my all that in. I just it's so hard I, uh, I, I balance it out you know and I This is maybe just me being a total softy, which I am. <laughs> I mean, I can be yeah. mean or whatever. I have that those emotions. Yeah. I cannot see that anything is worth any of that for me. It's really right. hard. I know that it is, and the mm-hmm. folks who do that do believe that with all their hearts, and mm-hmm. they're probably right. Right. I just can't. I think it depends get on how to it's that moment where I could ever do that. I love stories like in history when you're reading yeah. it. And they're talking about the soldiers on the old yeah. battlefields going at each other. Yeah. And like, it was a certain huge percentage of bullets that missed. Yeah. And it was like they did it on purpose, almost. Like when you're looking someone in the eye, you it's, can't. Yeah, that was a really saving moment for me. And yeah, why I was able to get through some of that. I forget what that was on. I think it was a documentary yeah. of some sort. But I was just like, that makes sense to me. I was like, okay, yeah. that I can see. But it's like some people want to go there and want to do those things and I'm just like wow if you want that uh, you know some know. people want to do something right and good and yeah. that I get totally yeah. get that but I feel like some people are just really like yeah. let's fuck it all up you know yeah, yeah. Know. It's, it's again I think for me and the things that I watch and that I listen to mm-hmm. in, in regards to sort of bearing yeah. bearing witness <clears throat> I have to be really careful in how in how it's presented like it's got to be presented in a way that is factual that there is logic behind it mm-hmm. but I need a little bit of levity mm-hmm. so it's like comedy That's a little bit Mary, <laughs> Mary Roach is one yeah. of the people who can go there so it's time. because that's yeah. life it's the yeah. drama and it's the comedy so even though I am super uncomfortable listening to like fucking Alex Jones in the present yeah, day yeah I see I couldn't remember yeah you put those headphones on me when he was wearing the pig was he wearing he was wearing fitness? a horse mask <laughs> listen y'all when she put these headphones on me I said get this fucking man out of my head no he was terrifying he's terrifying too. that he's- was terrifying Alex Jones is a he's he's a he everyone knows who Alex Jones is now. But he's but I I bear witness to that so that way I know I can't do it. That's what 
what this that's that what was you need most, to turn away from that was the and most unhinged yeah. i felt like i was in the head of a psychopath when yeah. you put those headphones yeah. on me he's i said i need out of this world yeah. right now i can't do it especially yeah. in headphones i don't know how to yeah. do that in headphones it's i think like i said it's it's about being aware of the energy because mm. i for me and this is for me because yeah as a mom I go off of that, like, I'm trying to teach my children, like, mm-hmm. good, positive energy and yeah. to raise them in a way, but also, I'm not going to sugarcoat shit. Yeah. I'm not going to be, no, yeah, yeah. so it's me that. kind of showing, like, this is, I am choosing, like, listen, this is the energy that you need to look out for. Yeah, be this wary is, of this. Be wary of this, like, this is not who we are. Like, in this household. Like, I found a really great thing, and I posted it, about, like, in this household, we believe. And it just basically is, like, it was, and I loved it, and I shared it. It was, like, you know, all the things. Black Lives Matter. All that matters. And there, no one is illegal. You know? Like, those sorts of things. And so it's, like, by showing, like, this is the other side. This is the negative. I feel I like. Purify. And listen, Alex Jones is not the only one on the planet like this. No. And I feel like some of those places where people go where they feel that really negative energy, yeah. it's someone like that that passed on in that place. And yeah. they leave this just... It's a gunk, yeah. That gunk in that, when that was in the headphones, Yeah. I know he's alive, but it felt like someone was running at me with an axe. That's how that literally felt when you put those in my ears. I was like, get this fucker out of my head. I don't know who this... I know who he is. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't want yeah. him in my head ever for any reason. But... <clears throat> but yeah. Sorry, that's my opinion. No, but, <laughs> but again, I... Yeah. As, as myself, uh-huh. I, I choose... You can handle that stuff, though. That's kind of who you are. Yeah. I mean, and and again, I love that, so... <laughs> following, like, my path is to shed positivity in a snarky and sarcastic way. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm, I'm passing on to my children. Yeah. You know, and it's just the, the light and the energy I give them, I want them to feel comfortable in their own energy. Yeah. You know, like I do, I have little morning rituals with each of them. Mm-hmm. Like something separate with each of them. Usually Reese is up first, so he's usually downstairs between me and my, between me and William, and it's yeah. just like me and him, and him just being. Yes, I've heard some of these. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. He did that the other day. Look at me, Mom. I'm like, did you have an accident? Yes. I had an accident. Like, you're I'm going to say it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put it on. But he's standing there. Look at me, Mom. But, like, more alive, like, I have to be a little bit more, with her, a little bit more intense. You know, I've got to do. I'm going to say Bring this. Bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it, I, Bring it I, in. It's going to sound super crazy. Don't call me out on this. Please. I, I believe in vaccinations, but at the same time, there's something with oils, and I do oils. I put some oils on the base of her feet. going to hurt. She does a meditation. I'm like, you don't have to interact with it. Let Just me, let it let wash over you. In the vet world, yeah. one of the things you could do that's supposedly mm-hmm. for common for dogs is peppermint. And I don't know how much or how much you do, so be careful, yeah. please first. I'm not giving that yeah. advice because I am not a vet. <laughs> I am not a vet. Okay, I 
I live with one, but that doesn't make me one. But there, you can do peppermint oil on the pot. Mm-hmm. Now, I can tell you my own experience from our friend at yeah. work, Jen. Jen! Shout out to Jen, if you're ever listening. Um, she keeps some of that stuff at her desk, and she did that pepper. I had the worst fucking headache. You yeah. were, it was borderline migraine. Yeah. And um, she put that peppermint oil on the yeah. back here, Yeah. and then on my temples. Yeah. And I was done. I yeah. was... Uh, yeah. And now they've done all these studies. This I'm just saying something about peppermint. The olfactory senses mm-hmm. yeah. are actually huge. They're talking about nowadays how they can provide medicine that way. Yeah. Because it it gets to that. There is science behind it. Yeah. It's not just hoo hoo ha. Yeah. It is honest <laughs> to God. Honest to God, there is actual yeah. science behind that shit. And peppermint, I, I have a new fascination with. When mm-hmm. I go get my breakfast in the morning, they put mm-hmm. a peppermint in the bag. I'm not going to name the mm-hmm. restaurant. But you probably know who it is because they put peppermint in the bag. Um, and um, it's the new kind that's more soft and it mm-hmm. just kind of melts in your mouth yeah. as opposed to those hard ones because I mm-hmm. hate hard candies. Um, and uh, there's studies like on astronauts being more productive who are mm-hmm. doing the peppermints. Mm-hmm. There's weird studies on actual peppermints yeah. that you could buy. I'll have to look them up. But nah, that stuff's real. The smell yeah. thing, it's very real. Yeah. No, yeah. for her, it's um. You can't tell me the smell of baking cookies doesn't yeah. make me happy because fucking hey, yeah. I just have to smell them and I'm smiling. It's frankincense and cedar wood. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be really for focusing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm gonna try it. And it works, so I'm not like. Hey, if it works for you, do it. Yeah. And it's not hurting anything. It's not no. hurting her. You know, it's a it's try anything right. to help your kid. No, you yeah. It's, within reason. And it's honestly, you know. I've always sort of been. <laughs> sort of, like I said, on the fringe, a little on the witchy side, but it wasn't until the last two years where I was, like, at my wit's end, and mm-hmm. I was like, I need, like, what am I doing wrong? Like, mm-hmm. what is it that I'm missing? And it was at that point where it was like, I gotta, I gotta pull the magic uh-huh. from within, and honestly, ever since I started doing that, mm-hmm. calling upon going full force into being witchy Candace mm-hmm. it's when well, it's, the door is open and it feels like yeah. I feel better like I feel more like let's, even on let's, my worst days let's go there what do yeah. old tales of witches what do they do they yeah. collect fingernails and hair well where the fuck do you get DNA from <laughs> I mean yeah. no there's science no. behind shit there's always and science and some people behind. intuitively know things yeah and I'm sorry y'all I Doctor Strange. I know it's out wide watch with the ancient one. So sorry. But um, some of the stuff she says in that movie, she pulls out like a, a thing of uh, pictures of a chakra, mm-hmm. like how it looks. Yeah. And then she pulls out a picture of a, like a scan, a full body scan. Yeah. And then she pulls out a picture of a human body with yeah. the acupuncture. Yeah. And what she says is she says all of these people have different parts of the mass. Yeah. They just haven't put them all together yeah and I loved it when she did that I was like I love this scene so much (laughs) the writing in that scene for me is really joyous I'm just like oh yes tell it preach so I might join her cult I don't know but um, (laughs) if I ever decide I need to join one Um, but yeah I I totally believe that but yeah the smell sense yeah it's huge no yeah when I was it's a big deal it's a new look it up google it Honestly, you'll be surprised that the new medicines they're doing with olfactory senses. It's, they're even trying to talk about delivery methods through that, mm-hmm. like different ways to deliver medicine through that through that sense. Right. And so, 
it's a real science. It's not cryptozoology. Although I believe there's true cryptozoologists. No, but yeah. but you know there's also the ones that just run around and say they're cryptozoologists. Oh, you mean like ancient <laughs> alien theorists fucking it up for all the real folks who are actually trying to do something? Yeah. Parents have very strong feelings. I have yeah. very Which strong feelings. I am sort of adopting. And now I'm, I'm having sure. to watch the show just to test that. I'm to so kick sorry. at it. No, it's okay, because I never really took the show that serious. It has so, some fun little right. moments so, that are cute. My feeling fun. on that is, and again, it's just kind of some things that I've come across. I'm like, you know what? You're fucking right. Uh-huh. And it really comes down to, and I've always said it to William, I'm like, you, they're, you know what they're saying. They're saying people can't, couldn't have done this. They're I'm saying that wrong. humans couldn't have done this on their own. But when you look a little bit more closely... They're saying people of color couldn't do this shit on their own. <laughs> Hello! Uh, <yeah. laughs> that's, and that's my problem. I don't, you know what? Who knows? There could have been aliens here that could have seeded the well, earth. not knock down some human achievement. Uh, but, I'm, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, why couldn't the fucking Mayans mm-hmm. build these mind-blowing civilizations in the middle of the jungle? Not near any water source, but they had this. Thank you. It's like putting like the Egyptians or the Sumerians. Like, no, you are matrixing. You Uh are matrixing what you see and trying to correlate it to. Oh, it looks like a fucking airplane. It. I just. That's my problem (laughs) with engineering. Let me let me leave a final thought about that. I'm gonna leave. Okay, so I told you. Lorelai has generalized things that yes. sort. I also have that. I relate to Lorelai on a very large level. This yes. girl, every time I hear a story about her, every time I talk to her, I feel so much a part of her. Like, I'm just <laughs> like, oh my god. And so, yeah. We're very different. She does things a lot differently. She has other things that she does, and she's her own self. Yes. But there are moments where I'm like, holy shit, this kid and I are like soul buddies. Yes. Um, but she um, does that for me for calming because I don't take the medication and please don't think that's a statement for anyone to take not take their medication if it helps you fucking take it yeah my problem was I'm a real lightweight like one Benadryl knocks me out for three hours right. so the medication they were giving me was making me drooly and really right. unfunction I wasn't functioning and when I was functioning I wasn't myself so I looked up some stuff and learned some breathing exercises and some things of that nature, which mostly work. Sometimes they don't. I have a little panic attack. And when I do that, there's a couple of videos that I watch on YouTube. (laughs) One of them is Baby Laughing at Ripping Paper. It just immediately takes me out of that really, that panic attack. And then there's um, Baby Elephant Playing in Ocean. You can look all these up. It's just this little baby elephant running at the wave, like charging the waves and then rolling around in the ocean. That calms me down. But there is one specific video that fixes me every time. It can I can be so deep down the rabbit hole of anxiety yeah. and this video will just soothe my fucking soul. And I'm trying to remember the name of it. I haven't actually had to watch it for a little bit. But yeah. it's, um, it's a puffer fish. I think it's the puffer fish is what it is. I'll have to look it up. This little fish 
digs the little bridges into the sand. Oh, yeah. And then he goes over, and it's this, this really calm dude, like, and then the fish does this, and right. blah, blah. It's just one of those calming, right. whatever, you're watching a nature show. And yeah. I watched it one time, I just had it on. I don't even know how I, I, I think someone posted it on their Facebook. And I yeah. Saw, and I was like, what is this? What is this little fish doing? Yeah. He would pick up the shells and move yeah. things out of it and clean it up. And the guy's like, he only has 48 hours to do this, to attract a mate yeah. or whatever. And yeah, thinking, yeah. Okay, whatever. The title, yeah. you know, take care of it, you know, get rid of it. And this little fish is doing all this little stuff, just mm-hmm. wagging its little tail to kick dirt yep. out of the areas yep. and making it all clean and pristine. Exactly what you're talking about. And as the camera zooms out mm-hmm. at the end of the video, yeah. it just keeps zooming out. And it's just right on top of what the yeah. fish has been doing. And it's this beautiful geometric pattern. Yeah. And it just keeps going and yeah. going and going. And so when I'm getting that really bad anxiety, yeah. I imagine I'm that fish. I don't know what it is I'm digging. Yeah. I don't know what it is I'm building. I don't know why I'm placing this over here yeah. or doing this over there. I just feel like my subconscious has a hold of it. Yeah. And it's building whatever it needs to build. And in the end, it will make sense, and I'll have that geometric pattern to look at and go, oh, that's what I did. <laughs> like, I get I it thank now. you. And I, I feel like ghosting and residual stuff and yeah. all of this, all of that stuff takes place in that thing. Yeah. You know, and we're moving all that stuff, not just physical things, but those yeah. psychological things. Yeah. Those mysterious life things that we yeah. don't know. I don't know. Anyways, that's my final thought. If you have anxiety, watch that video. I'll have to we'll have to post it because I think yeah. you can just post it. Yeah, just um, copy links to YouTube. Yeah, so it's a really cool video. But anyway, highly recommend it. Or baby elephant playing motion. That's a great one. You can just sit there and giggle. The thing is so cute. You're just like, oh my god, I love you. It's like <laughs> a big puppy with big gigantic ears. I don't know. And it's just at one point it's like charging the waves. Like it's running at it and then it just rolls over and you're just like, oh yeah, and that one has got your belly. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, that was fun. That I was fun. really enjoyed that. I got to blab and tell my own stories. Yay! Hooray! Hoorah! So, um, I don't know what we're gonna do next. We were tired today, by the way. She was gonna do an episode this week. I was gonna do an episode. Some stuff happened. Yada yada. Life. We weren't able to do that, and so we were just doing a planning meeting, and then all of a sudden, I was like, "Well, I'll just record it," and now we did an episode. So, hey, there you go. We were winging it. Hope it was fun. I don't know how much of it we'll use. I think we've been talking for like two hours. More than like... We have like 2,474 seconds right now. That's a lot of seconds. That is a lot of seconds. <laughs> anyway. Um, that was fun. Yeah, And I got my fun. lottery numbers on record. So we'll see. We'll see what we'll happens. We'll see what happens. Listen. Like I said, the number this week is seven. <laughs> seven? Just winning lottery numbers. First number, seven. In no particular order. That's right. <laughs> All right. Oh. Pluggables. Check us out at Nowhere USA Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram. Oh my god, I'm so tired. Is that even correct? It's Nowhere USA Pod. Is it Nowhere USA Pod? I thought I did. I don't know. You might have done podcasts. Oh no. See, I've, I am so tired. It is, we are at Twitter and Instagram at Nowhere USA Pod, P-O-D. Um, I post silly things there every once in a while just to keep it. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Um, all right. We've done the thing. We the, did the thing. The thing is done. And I'm going to 
We may we may have two we may have a part one and part two. I'm listening. So I'm sure we got off track on a few moments. But it is what it is. I will preach you. We'll cut that part. Out. Come on. Whatever. We're not doing that. <laughs> so okay, bye guys. Bye. Stay weird. Stay weird, y'all. <laughs> bye. Bye.